and welcome to episode 12 of Bratsline. My name is Vanessa and in today's episode we will be discussing the Bratz TV show. Okay, hello everybody. It's good to be back. I know it has been a while since I posted an episode, but I am here ready to discuss Bratz and the TV show. But before we get into all of that, of course, we're going to start with some Bratz news. Okay, so first up on the docket for news, this is a big one and a very exciting one. I'm sure all of you know by now, but Bratz has a new TikTok show called Talking Bratz. So as of this recording, there's only been two episodes released. The first episode with um, Felicia hosting with Chloe and Yasmin, and then the second with Dylan. And I was not expecting this kind of thing, but I'm so glad it has happened. I'm waiting for episode three where are sasha and jade i need to i need to see it um they haven't released it or teased it yet and it's been a couple days maybe a week since they posted the first two so um you know i'm ready to see episode three i like the show it's super cute um you know short form media felicia's hosting like brats they know what they're doing they know how such like how felicia's such a fan favorite yeah, I really appreciate having Chloe's original voice actress back. That's, like, a cool touch. I remember she kind of teased something. Olivia Hack, the actress who does Chloe's voice, on Instagram Live a while ago, and I guess this is the result of that. And I love the animation. I think it's super cute. I think it's super fun. And I am just excited to see more. Next up on the docket of news, um, in a couple episodes back, I believe we talked about the Bratz makeup palette by Makeup Revolution, but I don't believe at that time they had released the multiple, like, character palettes. So each Bratz character, Chloe, Yasmin, Sasha, Jade, has their own palette, which I think is super cool. I did not expect them to do a palette for each girl. I thought that we were just going to get the massive, like, big one. So I really like them. I think they're so fun and so cute. Um, as I've said many times before, I don't wear makeup, but maybe if I were to see this, I'd grab it just for... I don't know, because they're cute and they're brats, and I just love seeing all the palettes have, like, all the shades have, you know, names corresponding to each girl's personality, and I think that's super fun, and it got me kind of thinking, what other characters would you like to see from the brats have a makeup palette? Because I was thinking, wouldn't it be so fun to have, like, a Roxy and Phoebe palette, like a twins? Like, just imagine, you know, the pinks and the reds and the sugar and the spice of it all. I think that'd be super cute, so... I don't know. Who else should they do? Who else could have a makeup palette from Brad's? I think that's kind of a fun idea to think about. I don't know. I think I think Roxy Phoebe would, would be an, an easy an easy go with that. I think that palette kind of writes itself. So last item of news, of course, is the Brad's 20th anniversary dolls. I mean, there's not much really to update on this. Unfortunately, um, me being in Canada, I still have not seen these dolls in person. I was hoping Walmart would have them. But they do not have them yet. Um, they are appearing in certain retailers around the world globally, um, but still waiting here in Canada. But Lookin' Bratz did make a post in their story the other day saying expected release dates for Walmart was Saturday, July 17th, which by the day I'm recording this was yesterday, and Target for August 1st. 
So I'm really hoping I can see these dolls soon. Um, to all the people out there who have them, you're the lucky ones. I have not seen these yet. And I was thinking they're going to be released maybe early July, but we're approaching mid to end. Still not here. We haven't even heard a word about the Rock Angels re-release. So I'm very curious. And like the other dolls, like the collector dolls. So let's just keep our fingers crossed that they start showing up in stores soon. And I will definitely be grabbing a couple. And the next segment of the podcast, of course, is the one I know you all are on the edge of your seats for. It is the collection update. Guys, it has been a while since I've done a collection update. I know, I know you have been dying to hear this. I have a lot of dolls I've gotten since I last updated you guys. I had a birthday in between this update, so that definitely played a factor in this. But I got like nine dolls here, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna list them off for you. I got the little brat Sasha. That was a birthday present from my sister. Thank you very much. As you guys know, if you heard my little brats episode, I did mention how I wanted to buy little brats and I actually saw a little brat Sasha on eBay, but I, you know, I'm trying to be financially responsible. So I'm like, you know what? Let me hold off. But I got it for my birthday. So that was very exciting. I got an LOL OMG speedster which I did not expect. I got that from my friend. That was, she's so cute. Guys, I'm like diving hardcore back into LOL OMG. I took a little break, but I've gotten so many OMGs and like rainbow highs. It's like, it's, it's, I'm running out of room basically. Um, I then got an LOL OMG sweets. Now I, this is the, um, counterpart to spicy babe. I actually, I'm looking at my list here. I'm not sure if her name is actually sweets. Um, I'm kind of doubting myself on that, but you guys know who I'm talking about. And guys, when I first saw these dolls, I was team spicy bit. I was like, sweets, uh, I don't know, she's cool, but like, I don't know, a little overrated. Wasn't, wasn't my favorite. But then I got her. Because I'm like, I already have spicy bit, I might as well, right? And then I got sweets and I'm like, oh my god, she is so cute. She is so pretty. I think she's like one of my favorite OMGs now. I've completely flipped. She's one of my favorites, um so very excited to have her in the collection. I then got a fail fix doll for my birthday, also for my sister. This one, um, apparently is a good doll. Apparently people like these dolls. I have yet to open her yet. We're waiting for the right time so we can, you know, fix her up. So she's sitting in my room just, just, just waiting to be fixed. So we'll have that to look forward to. I then got a Rainbow High Cheer Sunny and a Rainbow High Cheer Violet. So that was very exciting. I love the cheer dolls. I have about four now. I think I'm missing Skylar and... Oh, Poppy. That's who I'm missing, yeah. But, you know, like I said, trying to be financially responsible. So I have four and then I have Amaya, who I have in her cheer outfit displayed. So it's like a whole thing. So I'm like, you know, we'll see what happens if I grab the other two or not. I then got the LOL OMG present surprise doll. Um, I have not opened her yet, but very excited to. And the last doll I have received was the LOL betweens, tweens, whatever you want to call them, fancy girl. And they are so cute. I, I am a fan of the tweens so far. I only have the one. She's so tiny, but so adorable. I loved fancy girl when I saw her, so I was very excited. They were showing up in stores. And I got her. So that wraps it up for the collection update. And now we will jump into the topic of the show, which is the Bratz TV series. 
Now, I was actually inspired to do an episode of the Bratz TV series, partly because they just released the TikTok show, a new little series. And of course, I remember watching the TV series when I was younger. Of course, we were obsessed. I mean, anything Bratz, we would eat it up and having like 20 episodes of Bratz living in their world was just such a treat for us. And I do remember one morning when season two had come out, when they had, because we of course had seen all the episodes, right? And we didn't know there's going to be a new season or anything. And it, they always played them early in the morning. And my sister came running to my room or something and she like woke me up. She's like, oh my God, there's new Bratz episodes. And we're like, what? And we like went, and of course we eventually watched them all. I remember they played them season two, like in the morning before school. So we'd always wake up and like watch Bratz before we get ready and everything. And that's when they had the whole new voice cast and everything like that, which we will get into. But yeah, I have fond memories of watching the TV series. Like, is it, you know, a great show? I mean, maybe not. Is the production always there? Maybe not. But it's very nostalgic and very close to our hearts as Bratz fans. So I found a description of the show from Bratz Wiki, and it says, Bratz, also known as Bratz the Series, is a computer-animated television series based on a line of toy dolls of the same name. It is produced by Mike Young Productions, MGA Entertainment, and Lionsgate Television, and premiered on 4Kids TV. The show aired from September 10th, 2005 to October 14th, 2006. In 2008, the show was renewed for season 2. The show is about four female adolescents who run their own teen magazine. So Brad's Wiki also said, It in total costed $10 million to produce for the first season alone. Now, do we think that number is accurate? $10 million? I mean, I know animation maybe can be a little pricey, but looking at the quality of the animation on the show, $10 million? I don't know. Maybe a, maybe one million? I mean, I don't know. Is even that high? How much do these cartoons really cost to make? Bratz? Ten million for the first season alone? I don't know. I find that a little hard to believe. Ten million for season one? I mean, they were not making a profit off of it, I feel like, at that point. Um, so let me know in the comments of the Instagram post that I posted this. And did, did it cost ten million? What's the consensus on this? I'm thinking probably not. I think that maybe was a little tidbit. Someone, you know how these wikis can be edited. I don't think that's accurate. So of course, for season one, we had the returning cast who were the voice actors in Rock Angels. So we had Olivia Hack as Chloe. And Olivia Hack is also a voice actress in my favorite TV show, Avatar The Last Airbender. She plays Ty Lee, so I always like that little connection. Shout out to any Avatar fans. We have Dion Kwan as Yasmin, who is actually legally blind. Um, I always thought that was kind of interesting. Tia Mowry as Sasha, who of course was in Sister Sister. Soleil Moon Fry as Jade, who was in Punky Brewster. We had Wendy Malak as Birdine, who was such a good Birdine. Kaylee Cuoco as Kirsty, and most of you probably know Kaylee from The Big Bang Theory, but I actually know her from Eight Simple Rules. I used to love that show. Lacey Shepard is Casey, who is in Mean Girls, as Gretchen Wieners, of course, but she actually does do a lot of animated um, projects, so that's pretty cool. Charlie Schlatter is Cameron. Don't really have a um, reference for him, but, you know, he's he's our boy Cameron. Ogie Banks is Dylan, and the thing that I appreciate about Ogie is that he has been 
Dylan from the beginning, from Star and Stylin. And he was actually in the TikTok show as well, along with Olivia Hack. So I, I appreciate that. And then we have Josh Keaton as Eaton, which I did not realize. First of all, the rhyming names. But I did not realize he was Eaton because I know him from a lot of animated shows and video games. He was Green Lantern in the Green Lantern animated series, which I loved. A great animated series. Um, guys, I consume a lot of animated media. Like, animation is one of my favorite forms of, like, TV shows. So I watch a lot of animated stuff. So I, seeing all these voice actors is pretty fun. And then, of course, in season two, we had a little voice actor overhaul. Um, this was around the time of Brad Squirrels Really Rock, I believe, is when they completely switched the voice actors. And I, I remember, of course, the main four girls having different voices, but I did not realize they literally changed the whole cast, including Birdine and the Tweebles and Dylan and everyone. And I was watching a couple clips of a couple episodes the other day and I was like, oh yeah, no, they fully did like change everyone's voices. I totally forgot about that, I guess. So in season two, we had Britt McKillop as a Chloe, Marky Hendrixie as Yasmin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I am so sorry. Dorla Bell as Sasha, Britt Irvin as Jade, Ellie Harvey as Berdine, Ashley Ball as Kirsty. Kelly Sheridan as Casey, which I think is interesting because Kelly Sheridan did a ton of Barbie movies. She was like the original Barbie voice actress. So I thought that was kind of funny. We have Ian James Corlett as Cameron. Adrian Holmes as Dylan. So I guess Ogie didn't stick around for uh, season two, unfortunately. And then we have Trevor Duvall as Eaton. Now, in doing some research for the show, I found some interesting reviews. So I am, I cherry picked a couple interesting ones. So first up we have reviews from IMDb. Um, this reviewer is named Capella Dewdrop 18. They wrote this review on October 2015, which is not too long ago when you consider how old the show is. They gave it a 10 out of 10 and the headline is, this is a cartoon! Exclamation point, exclamation point. And the review says, that means riddled with caricatures, cliches, and stereotypes, it is not a reflection in reality. I can't believe some of the reviews I'm reading. This is a bad influence on young girls? Does Tom and Jerry encourage children to chase mice and whack them with a mallet? Stop being so silly. I'll admit, I didn't like the concept of this when it first came out. What can possibly be entertaining watching four spoiled rich American girls moan and use snobbish expressions? But now it is 2015. I can look back and laugh. Kids used to dress in really revealing clothes in the 2000s, and adults all over were whining about it when they were doing anything wrong. And I disagree that they were brainless bimbos, as other reviewers have said, because on the show I watched today titled Brat Slumber Party, one of the girls was concerned about her chemistry exam. I think this means the show is actually a positive influence on children, showing them girls who juggle schoolwork, boys, and everything else without ditching one for the other. So thank you to Capella Dewdrop18 um, for defending our honor with the Bratz TV show. The next review from IMDb is from user Brooke Nicole 9805420. Now this review was made on June 2021, which is literally a month ago, which that's pretty wild. I don't know. That's real close. They gave it a 7 out of 10 and the headline is first season is great. And the review says... Bratz is great. It has catchy music and fun concepts, and the voice acting is full of talent. 
The second season disappointed me. The stories were dull and the voice acting was okay. I didn't like that they changed the characters so much in the first season. My favorite episodes were Camping and Crush in a Rush. I love getting to see Eden and Yasmin. And the camping episode with Dylan and Cameron made me laugh so much. Bratz needs to make more seasons. Moving on from IMDb, I stumbled upon Common Sense Media, which I believe made an appearance in my Bratz Babies episode. And we have some interesting reviews on here as well. So the first review is from user Desiree12345. They gave it a 5 out of 5, and the headline is, Bratz is so innocent. And the review says, I have heard for years how sexual the Bratz are. It's so stupid. Number one of the Bratz franchise represents the minorities of the world. I'm talking about people of Black, Latin, Asian, Arabic, and various other cultures all around the world. Number two, this is a doll series that is in an animated form. So if you can find anything sexual about a doll or an animation, I would suggest you do a whole lot of self-examination because you are most likely trying to put your untoward thoughts and project them to a franchise that is innocent so you won't look like a pervert. Number three, compared to the reality show filth and trash out there, Brass is a welcomed alternative. They don't advocate boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, they have no kissing scenes, and its premise is about successful young women who are making their mark on the fashion industry in high school. Now, for some that want to sexualize the series because of their appearance, I would simply say that there is nothing sexual about loving yourself and being encouraged to love yourself, because that's what the Brad series does. This franchise encourages women of color who cannot identify with Barbie at all, that their curves, full lips, and body shapes are beautiful. Anyone who has a problem with a positive body and cultural image for any young girl in the world, especially young women who are of other ethnicities than white, need to do some soul searching and find their heart because it may have been misplaced along the way. Next review from Common Sense Media comes from user Common Sense Parent, and they give the show a 5 out of 5. And the headline reads Overdramatic Adults Freak Out About Little Kid Show. And their review goes Little children don't see the Brass dolls as sexy. They just think they are pretty dolls. All the people that try to criticize Bratz products aren't thinking from a little kid's point of view. If every human on earth was like these so-called adults, I have no faith for our species. And the final review I grabbed from Common Sense Media comes from the user The Christian Reviewer. They gave the show a 1 out of 5 and the headline is rubbish. And the review says, Can't remember much of the actual TV show, but no better than the films. Focused mainly on boyfriends and cattiness, some bullying, and of course, fashion and looks. All shallow stuff. Some good friend moments, but nothing meaningful. Total worldliness. So which review do we think really hits the nail on the head here? I think I'm going to agree with the second one from IMDb from Brooke Nicole. You know, great show, love the first season, season two, the voice acting's a little weaker, but like still good, catchy music, still a fun time. I think that about sums up my feelings with the show as well. So I also found a website called tvtropes.org and basically what this website is, it takes shows and lists all the TV tropes the show um, falls for, I guess. And Bratz had a lot of, there was a lot of tropes. So the first one that caught my eye was the trope butt monkey. Now, of course, I had to get this defined because I was not really sure what this meant. And it says, Butt monkey means the character who is always the butt of the demeaning joke or the put them through hell plotline. For whatever reason, the butt monkey seems to walk through life with a permanent kick me sign attached to their backs, invisible to them, but all too visible to the rest of the world. Nothing ever goes right for this character. 
And if something bad is going to happen to someone, chances are it's going to happen to them. Long story short, it sucks to be the butt monkey. And they said the butt monkey in the Brass TV show was Dylan. Makes sense to me. And it also said the same applies to Casey Tweeble, who was always getting bonked in the broken nose. Some more TV tropes is Casanova wannabe, Dylan. Drama queen, Chloe. Disguised in drag. Dylan pulls us off in one episode for a dance competition as Delilah. Another trope is limited wardrobe, Bernina the Tweebles. And the limited wardrobe trope is the character always wears the same outfit regardless of the setting or season, which applies to them, of course. Another trope that I thought was pretty funny is only six faces. Now this means the animators were really lazy with the direct-to-DVD movies and cartoon leading us to see the same person dancing in seven different locations in the same club. Also, Cameron and Dylan showed up in the strangest locations in Forever Diamonds. And this is something I've always noticed with the movies and shows. You see the same freaking background characters. They just reuse the same character models over and over again. Like, whenever I get into, like, TV episodes, like, Brad's TV series episode reviews, like, we are going to make a, like, list of how many times we see the same people over and over. Because it happens a lot. Another TV trope, pink means feminine. Of course, Berdine and the Tweebles. Another one is single-minded twins, which means sometimes a writer wants to include twins as characters, but doesn't want to give them different personalities. They're just the twins, for the most part, and even though they might have different first names, they're essentially the same character. The twins aren't really the creepy twins or users of twin telepathy. They're written just one character in two separate bodies and have only one personality between the two of them. There's no real difference between the two and they're generally presented as one consciousness split between two bodies, and they are never apart. And of course, this applies to Kirsty and Casey. Another trope is theme twin naming. Kirsty and Casey, of course, the alliteration. And the last TV trope, which I thought was kind of funny, is Valley Girl. And it says, the Tweebles. Sometimes Chloe. Now, nearing the end of our Bratz TV series journey, I thought I would quickly list my favorite episodes, I kind of took a gander at the Wikipedia list of Brad's episodes, which is also kind of on the top of my head. Mind you, I haven't seen these episodes in a while, but I remember most of them. In no particular order, we have Crush in a Rush, which I think is a special one because it was on the Rock Angels DVD. I think everyone kind of knows that one. Yasmin and Eaton had the whole crush thing, you know how it goes. Another one is the episode Kidnapped with London Milton and Yasmin. Another one is Pet Show, which I believe was on the Genie Magic DVD. Another great one so many inside jokes with that one a classic another one is trading faces dylan gets into drag hello love that one another big one which i really loved and i mean i still do is the brats go to paris i'm just gonna collect them all as one part i believe it was three parts or something it was basically a mini movie love the paris storyline so funny that explosion at the end of the car is hilarious and I was looking at episodes of season two, and I realized I had thought I had seen all of season two, or at least most, but there was a lot near the tail end that I did not see or were aware of. There's an episode where aliens come to their school. So weird. Um, as you can see, most of my favorites are from season one, but one I always remembered from season two was the episode A Little This, A Little That. So I thought I'd throw that one on there. But season two, I don't know, guys. I haven't seen a lot of season two, so... Maybe we'll have to dive into that at another episode or something. And as always, I took to Instagram and asked you guys what you thought of the Bratz TV series, and I got a couple comments, so we will just dive right into them. 
So first up, we have Brad's characters, and they simply said, I love it. Then we have Life of Brad's, who said, loved it. <laughs> Dolls Everywhere said, iconic. And then Doll Over Brat's Friend said, For what it is, it's an iconic show, but as a show on its own, it does have its flaws. But sometimes those flaws do make it more entertaining. So entertaining that it can be considered so bad it's good. It's not for everyone, but I personally would recommend it. And I have to agree with the Doll Over Brat's Friend, who is, for those of you who don't know, is also JS, who has been on the podcast. Yeah, it's one of those shows, I mean, obviously it's nostalgic for us, but, like, as a show, like, I can tell, like, it's not a really good show, you know what I mean? But because it came out when we were younger and we loved Bratz, like, we loved it. And it is, I consider one of those, it's so bad, it's good kind of shows. Like, you know, there are always little mistakes in the animation or, like, you know, the storylines are outlandish. It's like... It's a kid's show, and it's iconic because it's so bad it's good kind of thing. I also took to Instagram stories and asked you guys what some of your favorite episodes from the show were, and I got a couple of responses. So from Samantha Nicole, they said Jade's Dream, which I, I remember somewhat. Dollar Bratz Friend said, from what I remember, I would say not so hot for a teacher, which is a classic in my mind. I remember that one quite well. LMAO's Coco said, Crush and Rush, period. Obviously a classic. I feel like that's everyone's like top episodes. I feel like the Rock Angels DVD really had an impact on that one because I feel like people probably just watch it over and over and over again on the DVD. Oh, this, okay. I'm so sorry to this name. I never know how to pronounce it. Um, If you'd like to message me and like tell me how to pronounce this, that would be wonderful if you feel so inclined. Okay. It's Cherry... Jolosier. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to call you Cherry. And they said, I really like the Bratz 500. Now, I don't remember this episode that much. And I looked a little into it and I think it has something to do with racing. A race car driver, maybe. So I might watch that one a little later. Refresh my memory. And Sasha.Wolf said, the one where Kirsty and Chloe get stuck while rock climbing. And I did a little research and I believe this episode you were referring to is Truth or Dare. And that is a good one. Okay, guys. And I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode on the Brass TV series. I hope you enjoyed it. So at the end of every episode, I like to recommend something. It doesn't have to be Bratz related at all. It can be whatever I want it to be. And I, I'm having trouble trying to figure out what to recommend. So I'm just going to recommend the Brass TV series. They're mostly all up on YouTube. I'll leave some links down below. I don't think the Bratz channel. I know they have season one up for sure. I don't think they have all of season two, but I did find a playlist, so I will try to remember to link that down for you guys. So everyone, go on a little nostalgic trip. Go watch the Brass TV series. And I also wanted to put a challenge to you guys because I am really curious who's actually listening to these episodes. Like, who's really sticking around to the bitter end for these? So if you made it to the end of this podcast, leave a little TV emoji comment on the post that I post for this episode. I always post, like, you know, a little new episode, little posts on Instagram. So if you made it to the end of this, leave a little TV emoji comment down there. I'm really curious to see who actually, like, follows through with that. I'm very, very curious. Okay, guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast Instagram at Bratline Podcast, and I will see you guys and talk to you guys next time. Bye!